Good morning. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. I'm Jenna Barr. If you have a question, please go ahead and text it in. 850-437-1620. Sarah and Brittany are joining us this morning. We're going to get an update with Santa Rosa County. Good morning and Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year to you too. Thank you. Um, I want to go ahead and just get started and kind of do like a little bit of a year in review on how much kind of transpired over 2021 real quick, like in just in a nutshell, if you have it. Yeah, so we had a lot of great things happen in 2021, despite some of the challenges. Like when we started our fiscal year, our fiscal year is October to October. So when we started, we were still in Hurricane Sally Sally recovery mode. Uh, We were still um, doing uh, COVID response and so, between that and everything else we still accomplished a lot of great things we opened some new parks we renovated some parks Uh, we kept pushing forward on projects such as our judicial center and the Peabridge connector just a lot of great things things were still happening business was still going on in Santa Rosa County and we are better for it because things are still going nothing stopped we're still all working so if you need something to do we have it in Santa Rosa County for you (laughs) No, that it kind of just shows the resilience, though, of the community and yes. the leaders and, and the relationship together mm-hmm. um, that helps the community continue to thrive despite having a pandemic and then being hit with a major hurricane that yes. was catastrophic. It was. It, it took us all by surprise. And I know some of our residents are still recovering from that. And so we're hoping for a very quiet hurricane season this That's year. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, we just yeah we I think we're all praying for that. Over the past couple, just year of uh, dealing with hurricanes and prepping, we're like okay, we, we're we're calm for now. We like that. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, so Sarah Whitfield is here. She's a public information officer for Santa Rosa County. Of course, joining also. Good morning, Brittany Eller. She's assistant public information officer. How long have you been in this position, Brittany? Um, about a month. Now. A month. How are you enjoying it? I love it. It's great. I love I love that you love serving your community. So thank you so much. We appreciate it as community members and as somebody who lives in Escambia County but enjoys the Pace Milton Navarre area very much so. I appreciate that you you have this tender care for the community. So let's talk. It's a new year, January, fresh things, all good things, right? Yes, We're all doing good things. All good things. <laughs> um, what is going on in Santa Rosa County that we have to look forward to? All right. So first things first, you know, Christmas is done now. You may or may not have already taken down your live Christmas tree. If you haven't taken it down yet and it's starting to get a little dried out, please do not burn it. That is a very bad idea. It could get out of control very quickly because of how quickly Christmas trees burn. So we have drop-off sites for you to bring those to. So you can go to the J Transfer Station, obviously in J, the Panhandle Butterfly House on Henry Street in Milton, Pace Fire Rescue District on Pace Patriot Boulevard in Pace, the Navarre Beach Boat Ramp Parking Lot on Gulf Boulevard, Navarre Beach, and then Tiger Point Recreation Area and Gulf Breeze just east of the Walmart down there. So bring your dead Christmas trees to us. Please don't burn them. We will dispose of them properly and you have until January 16th to get that taken care of. 
Okay, J- till January 16th. Yeah, just fair warning. It's the wind. It's windy. It's windy season, I it feel is. like. And it is a little bit drier. I say that relatively. <laughs> it's still humid, but it's a little bit drier, which, of course, is a recipe for brush fires, which can turn into something more disastrous. So we want to avoid that. So um, you can you find all that information on, on the website? Yes, it's all on our website, santarosa.fl.gov. Okay, excellent. So Christmas trees, hopefully we get those down soon because you also that could be a fire hazard if you keep them up. So moving on. Yes. So also, if you're looking for events to do in January, we have plenty going on. If you're a snowbird and you're visiting us for this season to get away from all the really cold area air in the north of our country, you can join in snowbird activities at the Navarre Beach Visitors Information Center, which is on Navarre Parkway in Navarre. Today, if you've got time to get over there at 10 a.m., we have a lecture on nature trails in Santa Rosa County. On January 13th, we have arts and crafts where you can create flip-flop signage for your house. And then on the 18th, we have another lecture for the Naval Live Oaks. On the 20th, we have another arts and craft day where you can make a mug. And then on the 25th, we have a lecture on artificial reefs. And on the 27th, flower arranging. So, so many activities for our snowbirds visiting. We love that they visit us during this season. And so we want to make sure they feel very welcome in our county. Oh, that's awesome. I love that we have so many things to to offer for everybody. Yes, but if you're not a snowbird, we do have a couple of things for you. Like on January 29th, we have our Trash Bash with the Navarre Beach Sea Turtle Conservation Center. If you want to join with us on that, we're meeting at the Sand Crab Pavilion, and it's going to be from 8 to 10 o'clock on Navarre Beach. You can help protect our sea turtles and other imperiled species through this program where volunteers take an active role in the war against marine debris. So we're going to be picking up trash on the beach, and we need volunteers to help us with that. And that's in Navarre, did you say? Yes, Navarre Beach. Okay, excellent. Uh, How do you go ahead and sign up for that? So you can go to NavarreBeachSeaTurtles.org, or you can call 850-684-3347, and those people down there will help you get signed up. This is a great organization that helps us keep our beach clean throughout the year. They host, host multiple events throughout the year to clean up the beach. Oh, oh, absolutely. And it's something rewarding to be a part of. Um, just real quick, when we're on the resolution train, maybe resolve to help the community and put something back in, whether it's people, planet, pets, which I'm sure we will get to as well. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's something... It's there's something for everybody to be a part of. So definitely uh, consider that. And it's a great activity to do as a family or as a group, a small group, a church group, something like that. All right. Next, what's, what else is happening? All right. So our libraries are always doing a lot of amazing programs. And we are starting back up our preschool story time and our toddler time. Preschool story time is obviously for kids age three to five. It includes stories, finger plays, and action rhymes. Uh, We ask that the caregivers do remain in the library during the story time, but you cannot accompany your children into the program because we see that that can tend to be a distraction. And they start at, I believe, 10 a.m. at most of the libraries, but those programs will run January 24th through March 4th, and you can find more information at santarosa.fl.gov slash libraries. Toddler time is for kiddos age 18 to 36 months who attend with a caregiver because, you know, babies need help sitting up. (laughs) But it is one child and one adult registered together for songs, stories, rhymes, and other fun activities. And that is also January 24th through March 4th. And again, you can sign up on the library's website, sianarosa.fl.gov slash libraries. 
And then, of course, we also have a lot of really great book clubs. Coffee Talk at Gulf Breeze Library is on January 14th from 12 to 1.30. Reading Fanatics Book Club at Navarre Library on January 15th, 1 to 2 p.m. Steam Day is happening at Milton Library on Alabama Street. That's January 20th from 4 to 6 p.m. Each month, they will fe feature a different theme, and you can speak to a staff member for more information. Then we have a tech and art club at Navarre Library. That's January 20th from 4 to 5 p.m. This is for tweens and teens ages 10 to 17 interested in robotics, coding, and art. So that's a really cool club. I've heard a really a lot of really great things about that one. And that's at, a li at the library. Yes, that's at Navarre Library from 4 to 5 p.m. on January 20th. So if you need something for your kiddos to do after school, if they're between the ages of 10 to 17, that's a really cool club to join. And then we also have our Anna Manga Club at the Gulf Breeze Library. That's on January 24th from 4.30 to 6. It happens on the third Thursday of each month where you can learn and share graphic art skills. And it is dedicated to the enjoyment and promotion of animation, cartooning, and the related arts. It's for ages 11 to 17 and registration is required for that one. Wow, there's so much to do. You can't, I mean, it's a little bit chillier these months. I mean, we get those pockets of sunshine, but there's so much for you to do with your kids. They don't have to be stuck inside on their iPads or devices or whatever. We can still keep them moving and active throughout our winter months. Uh, hey, we're getting an update this morning with Santa Rosa County. Uh, Sarah and Brittany are here. We're going to talk a little bit more when we come back. What else is happening in Santa Rosa County? Some information for you. If you have a question, please feel free to text it in, 850 1620. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. Listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. Hey, I'm Jenna Barr. If you have a question, 850-437-1620. Happy Wednesday to you. Every other Wednesday, we get an update with Santa Rosa County. Find out what's going on, how you can be a part of it, be a better citizen, know what's happening. So go ahead and ask your question. Sarah Whitfield, she's a public information officer, is joined with Brittany Ellers, assistant public information officer. Uh, new to the job, but doing excellently. Let's talk a little bit more uh, tough subjects real quick, Sarah. Yeah, so one that's not exactly a tough subject, but could be if this affects you, is our cold weather shelter is open tonight if you are having trouble maintaining heat in your home or if you know of people who are homeless in our county, they can go there and have a warm place to sleep. They even feed them, so there will be dinner provided, and it'll get you out of the cold for the night, and that is at Ferris Hill Baptist Church. That's 6848 Chafin Street in Milton. And you can arrive between 6.30 and 8.30 p.m. Only service animals with verification of rabies vaccination are permitted to stay with guests. And no one will be admitted after 8.30 p.m. unless brought in by law enforcement. That is just for safety for our volunteers who work there overnight. So this is a completely volunteer-run shelter. We are so thankful that Ferris Hill stepped up to provide the service for our community members, and we hope to see other churches, organizations step up because we do not have a cold weather shelter in the south end of our county anymore. We used to, but because it's all volunteer run, it kind of fizzled out, and we hope to see that get started back up again. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so can people uh, sign up to become volunteers? Yes. And I don't know if I have the, I don't have the church's phone number on here, but I'm sure if you Google Ferris Hill Baptist Church, you can find their office phone number and you can give them a call and see how to get signed up to be a volunteer for that. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Very cool. We would love to have more people get on, get on board with that. Okay. Yes. Um, I know we talked to you about, or we maybe we want to hold off when we talk about the county commissioners. Yes. Okay. And so another thing that you may or may not know is coming is that 3G devices will cease operating by the end of this year. Really? So that's right. So if you have a 3G only phone, like if it can't connect to a 4G, 5G, or whatever other weird networks are out there, it's going to cease operating by the end of 2022, which oh, yeah, means right. you won't be able to dial 911 with that device if you happen to be in an emergency situation. So if you have a carrier, you need to talk to them about upgrading and seeing what kind of deals they have out there. Uh, there's also assistance for low-income individuals concerned about that mm. at lifelinesupport.org. You can go to that website and see what programs are offered out there to help you get a new phone. But this is a good thing. Landlines are not affected by this. So if you have a landline phone, you can still call 911. But if you have a 3G phone, you need to upgrade and get something that will connect to a network in case you are in an emergency situation. Oh, absolutely. Safety first. And uh, some people hold out. They're like, I will not upgrade, right? They're like, yes. this still works. I can call things. I can get 911. Well, that's probably the most important thing that you need to have accessible. Make sure you check that out. Uh, of course, call your carrier first. Absolutely. And something we all love construction on our roadways oh we love it so much yes. sarah thank you <laughs> so fdot gave us a nice little heads up about something that's happening it started last week they are replacing the simpson river bridge a lot of people remember that they just recently replaced this probably five or six years ago they are replacing it again i believe it's to help make sure it is ready for when they eventually widen highway 90 and unfortunately this particular project is going to last until early 2025 so we are going to have lane closures and things like that for a few years unfortunately that's a minute but yes but it is, it is necessary It'll be worth it yes and thankfully they are only doing it at night during kind of the uh low travel times okay yeah there you go so it won't have a huge impact on your yeah. commute every morning unless you're work at night or work really late or are out you switch jobs having no, fun and, yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay that's great and that that'll be something that later on pays off yes and that is again the simpson river bridge that's the one that goes uh highway 90 into pensacola from pace so if you drive that way regularly just know that yeah it's going to be a little while okay but also you know covid is still a thing around here and cases are increasing weekly in our county so we do have covid testing still available it's seven days a week at the clyde l gracie community center most people know it as the milton community center on byram street in milton and at the gulf breeze flea market that's 5760 gulf breeze parkway in gulf breeze and it is every day monday through sunday 8 a.m to 6 p.m they have the pcr test which is 24 to 48 hours and the rapid antigen testing which is 20 minutes but right now those are taking a little longer because we have so many people testing i just talked to the pio at the health department yesterday and she said that on Monday they tested over 600 people. So it is going to take a little those longer. Between two locations. Yes. So it's going to take a little longer. <laughs> Please wow. be patient. 
And yeah. is there a percentage of, do you have a percentage off, um, on hand of how many people tested positive out of the 600 or? We don't, unfortunately, okay. we don't get that information, but okay. yeah, we, we have been seeing cases go up quite a bit in our County right now. So just be careful. Yeah. Um, if you feel like you need to mask up in public, go ahead and do that. Um, we don't tell you one way or another whether or not you should get vaccinated. That is completely your choice, but it is encouraged by like the CDC and stuff to go ahead and get those vaccinations, get your booster shot. So just do what you need to do to protect you and your family. And thankfully, this new variant seems to not be as bad as the other ones. Mm -hmm. So that's that's good news. Right. But a lot more people are catching it right now. Yeah. And, and cleanliness is a good thing, too. Yes, I think always wash your hands. Let's not slack off in our community. Wash your hands. Make sure that you are um, not breathing down each other's necks. Of course, that's always a <laughs> gift. Uh, and then, you know, taking care of yourself, too. Exercising, sleeping well, eating yes. right, and um, looking out for one another. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best thing that we can do as a community. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. When we come up, let's wrap up with a couple more things for everyone from Santa Rosa County. Remember the days of just keeping time, of hanging around in sleepy towns forever. Back roads empty for miles. Well, you can't have a dream and cut it to fit. But when I saw you, I knew. We are wrapping things up this morning with our update from Santa Rosa County. Sarah Whitfield and Brittany Ellers have joined us to just bring everything that we need to know. Um, a couple more things just in the, the last minute or so, Sarah, that we could, we just need to highlight. Yes, so we want to end this on a good note, and something really cool happened at our Monday commission meeting. As you know, Governor DeSantis on May 1st in 2021 proposed a $1,000 incentive for all first responders in the state of Florida. That was really cool. It unfortunately did not include our volunteer firefighters, so the Santa Rosa County Firefighters Association approached our commission, asked that we uh, provide a $1,000 stipend to each of our 51 volunteer firefighters, and all of our commissioners were in agreement that our volunteer firefighters deserve this $1,000 just as much as our paid ones because they were also working completely during the pandemic. So that is just really exciting. I love seeing good things like that happen and come out of our commission meetings. So we just wanted to kind of give a shout out and also just thank all of our volunteer firefighters, all of our EMS, our 911 dispatchers. We especially want to thank them. They are not considered first responders in the state of Florida, which is unfortunate because they are our first first responder. They help deliver babies over the phone. They are the people talking to our residents who are having their worst day. They're the first voice that those residents hear when they call 911. So we just want to give an extra special shout out to our 911 dispatchers in Santa Rosa County. We have some of the best. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. So my kids were talking about heroes yesterday. Our dispatchers are indeed heroes. Yes. Sarah, Brittany, thank you so much for updating us this morning. I look forward to catching up with you in a couple of weeks. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We've got more coming up. Paul Epstein with Running Wild is joining us. So if you have a question, 850-437-1620.